Chicago Lighthouse Media presents The Unseen Show, hosted by Sandy Murillo, Brett Shishkoff, Jose Martinez, and Mike Cole. You know, sometimes we might need a little extra assistance when going to restaurants, stores. I don't need anything. I'm 100% independent. You're 100% independent. independent. Yeah, I don't need anything. Nothing. Why not be treated like a king at a restaurant? <laughs> that's Why it. not get stuff brought to you, served to you, whatever, if if that's the card that people think you're playing? Is that something that you guys have ever walked into of having, going into a restaurant or a business and they just make you feel like because you're there, you're just a burden? Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new edition of The Unseen Show. I am Sandy Murillo. I am Brachishka. And I am Jose Martinez. How's everybody doing today? Uh, we are good. Uh, well, I'm doing good. Poet's doing good. He's laying next to me. So, yay, go Poet. Uh, yeah, I see that uh, Mike is not in today. So, will Poet be requiring a seat at the table? He'll no. have to take Mike's place, I think. No, po- I-, I vote for that. Poet likes to take naps when we start talking. When we ramble on, he's pretty much, uh, it's not his cup of tea. If we start talking about guide dogs, he might Maybe perk up his, uh, his ears. But other than that, uh, yeah, he pretty much just zones himself out and falls asleep and takes a nice nap. Yeah, I mean, he. I'm sure that he would love for us to talk about his buddies, his guide dog pals, all the time <laughs> if it were up to him. <laughs> yeah, he likes the ladies, so it's either Th- other guide too. dogs or ladies he'd like to go up to and... Have them pet him. So that too. That's he, it. He, he can't turn off the charm. Apparently. <laughs> wow. Well, once again, welcome to the Unseen Show, where we cover topics related to blindness, vision impairment, and trending news that are um, happening at the moment, or even things that we might come across on the internet, social media. Which, speaking of. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, well, first of all, I want to ask you, both of you, something. I know that all three of us here in the room are totally blind. And being out and about, you know, sometimes we might need a little extra assistance when going to restaurants, stores. I don't need anything. I'm 100%. You're 100% independent. independent. Yeah, I don't capable, need anything. Huh? Nothing. 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 I no. applaud you, Jose. Way to I, go, yeah, sir. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> You make me look now, like now, a chump. Now, are you, are you 100% independent or 200%? Uh, let's say 99.99%. 99.9. I thought you were going to say 200. <laughs> Does anybody know what that feels like? To be 200% gosh, of something? Can, right? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I have no but, idea. But, uh, yeah, I heard that you got into something uh, a while ago. Oh, no, wait. No, that wasn't you. It was no, something it, you saw online. Exactly. No, it okay. wasn't me. I hope that it never is me. But so, you know, recently a couple who is blind, they went to a restaurant. You know, they were getting a meal, maybe taking a break from their long day. I don't know. So a customer service, uh, an employee rather from the restaurant, you know, he was great in assisting them. You know, they um, asked him for a little assistance, you know, finding a seat, getting a little help with you know, carrying their food, which, you know, some people who are blind might need that assistance or ask for that assistance, rather. And another customer 
a sighted customer who was also at the restaurant, she thought that there was like the most beautiful thing in the world. That this employee helped help this couple. Exactly. Mm-hmm. She thought that it was an act of love, that it was inspirational. And she was so touched by it, Brett and Jose, that she took pictures of okay. the employee assisting the blind couple. And she posted them on social media. And next thing you know, these images went viral of this employee helping. So is that what she did? She just took pictures? I was under the impression that she took video. She took pic- pictures. Okay. Multiple pictures and posted them, you know, of the employee helping them get their drinks, helping them uh, find a seat. Okay. And, you know, so it, it, it went viral. And, you know, social media, I, I think it's a great tool. It's awesome. But I, I honestly have mixed um, feelings about things like this that, that uh, go viral yeah, nowadays. Yeah. I don't know. What, what are your guys' thoughts? I'm kind of torn about it. Yep. So to me, it's like I read the article too. Yeah. And I'm like, hold up. They are getting credit props, whatever, for things that they would do to anybody. Exactly. They would bring extra sauce for them. They would find a seat for them. Like, there's nothing here that is any different than a quote-unquote sighted person Uh at the restaurant. Uh Like, when the uh, server in question said that they were just doing their job, I believe them because, I mean, the way they described it, that's all they were doing. And, And I have to say, I applaud the server for that response. Because I think that was the perfect thing. He was just doing his job, which ultimately is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think, uh, at least from my experience, fast food places, this this was actually at like a Wendy's. Yeah. So it ends up like I've been to a lot of Wendy's and I've never had that type of customer service. Like uh, I, I know like at Chick-fil-A's and those type of things, they'll come around and ask you if you need anything, get your refills, all that stuff. But they do that for everybody. But as of like most other like fast food restaurants, ah, that's not a normal thing. That's not a normal occurrence. Um, it's very, very rare that they'll come out. I know that I've had experiences where I've gone to different fast food restaurants and they'll say, okay, we'll just bring it out to you. Mm-hmm. I've had and, that experience too. And that's actually something that they normally don't do for everybody else. Like if they give you a tray, you have to carry your tray to your table. But at for us, they actually do that as a service for us so we don't have to worry about carrying a tray sure. over something, that type of thing. So Yeah, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, people, as I mentioned, people might ask for their assistance or require it or whatever it might be. Um, but this actually isn't the first uh, story of this type that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Last year, I also saw a piece about a employee at a, a large retail store. Um, he was helping a blind individual, you know, get his uh, items, groceries, whatever he was going to purchase. Right. And the same thing happened, that someone saw this and thought that it was the most inspirational thing. Um, and she also, I for that incident, I don't remember if she took video or pictures. But the thing is that that incident also uh, went viral. Why are they going viral, I wonder? Yeah. What is it that people, is it one of those feel-good pieces? I think it is, you know. I, I really think it is because a lot of people, they 
it's been my experience that they see us out in the street and it's like let me help this poor blind person get across the street so that i can feel better about myself sometimes that's literally what they said Mm -hmm. not feel better about themselves but you know so i did my good deed for the day it's like gee thanks a lot man i'm I just need a pair of eyes. I don't, I don't need your charity. <laughs> your charity. You know? But I'm also torn about this whole thing because I'm I'm a bit selfish. I realize that it's going to take a long, long time before uh, the rest of society would consider us on equal footing. Mm-hmm. And so to me, it's like, well, you know, I'm going to get what I can out of these situations because really everybody else would do the same thing. Try and get, uh, you know, make things out to their advantage. So why not? You know, why not be treated like a king at a restaurant? <laughs> that's why it. not get stuff brought to you, served to you, whatever? If if that's the card that people think you're playing, I mean, really, it's not even about playing a card. You know, you could definitely go because because of course I like all the people know I had better be prepared to be self sufficient. Mm-hmm. Everyone here must be prepared to be self sufficient. Okay, but it's not our fault if people go out and want to help us. What I have a problem with is, and this didn't happen to me in a restaurant. Uh-huh. It was more like walking with a with an ex girlfriend of mine who was sighted, and somebody stops her and he's like, "She's like, oh, that's your friend, right? I just want to congratulate you for you know taking care of him like that." And I'm just like, "Wow." wow. You know that was on a, that offends me more than a restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, totally the server staff, yeah. you know, doing their job. That doesn't offend me. Maybe the viral video or whatever viral pictures. It's like, well, okay, I'm popular now. Hey, did you know you were popular? Cool. <laughs> and that's the other thing that you know, from what I understand, these pictures were taking without the uh, blind couples. The blind couple, they didn't even know that they were being uh, photographed. So that's, I mean, to me, that's something that I personally don't think I would be too happy with. But certainly with the service of the restaurant, I mean, I think I've had instances where like restaurants or store staff go out of their way. And I'll admit, I'll post about it on Facebook, you know, at so-and-so restaurant, they were great. They provided me with a Braille menu, whatever whatever it might have been. But, yeah, you yes. know, I, 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 I would not expect to go viral, you know, in any way. The interesting thing about this specific article that you sent to us and that we read over was it actually had a lot of great reviews of, like, people were saying that that's the example that uh-huh. other people should have like customer service should be like that all the time and so with everybody right Mm -hmm. and i think that what was very interesting is just that people wanted more upbeat pieces uh that was the response to this article that you sent and so i think it's just more of people want to actually just see more good in their news than how much we've been piled on having like negative uh, just everything is just negative, negative, negative. And so f- being able to find something in the news that's actually a positive thing, even if it is just a gentleman helping a blind couple be able to have a nice, comfortable time at a Wendy's, whatever that ends up being. That like To me, I didn't really feel like there was anything all that offensive. But, you know, I understand that somebody might get a little offended because their picture was taken without their permission. But... Like, I've had good experiences at restaurants and, 
and they go out of their way to Mm -hmm. make me feel like I meant to be there and that they want me to continue to come back. And that's great. I have never really had a situation where they've made me feel like I'm unwelcome. Is that something that you guys have ever walked into of having going into a restaurant or a business and they just make you feel like because you're there, you're just a burden or that you just really would they would really rather not even deal with you? I don't think I've ever felt that way at any restaurants. Mm -mm. Like I said, the only time that I felt patronized was by that person. And I mean, that was, we were just walking, you know, on the street by ourselves. Mm -hmm. But I didn't feel that way from an establishment. Okay. Yeah. I myself, I, because I've been both sighted and I've been blind, I've been able to do a lot for myself before being able to go to different like fast food restaurants or different restaurants and being able to do stuff on my own and then seeing the difference now that I'm blind. Mm-hmm. I actually do notice that they do treat you differently. Like to me, I like it because it does make me not have to be so like stressed all the time so like I go in Mm -hmm. I order I can go just try and find my seat and then I know my food's gonna come like that's helpful like that's honestly uh, like I appreciate them offering that service like yeah I'm with you on that yeah if they would just agree if they would just tell me oh well we can't carry this to your uh to your um table i'd probably just say well then put it in a bag because that's going to be the easiest way for me to to actually take it to my table that's what i used to do i used to order everything to go Mm -hmm. and just eat there sure yep yeah and that's basically the way around that is if someone does not give you the customer service and you request it you could do one of two things just put it in a bag or ask for a manager and more more than likely you ask for a manager they're gonna they're gonna help you if it's just a regular just employee it's kind of 50 50 i i think um, but definitely if you're asking for a manager, a lot of the times they're going to go above beyond to make sure that there is no, nothing that can come back to them because these are things that they, they do have to worry about is like bad publicity of someone not being treated the way that they should be treated mm-hmm. yep. with respect. And so we, we see that a lot in the news, in social media of like people feeling like they've been mistreated and it doesn't even matter if you have a disability or not. People will post that stuff all the time. Um, you normally see more negative things about places. Uh, like no one gives really good reviews all that often. Normally the reviews you see are the ones that are like, they forgot my uh, <laughs> sauces, they forgot my fries, blah, 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 blah. So I I think it's just interesting like how you guys, both of you kind of are taking it like uh, uh, with a little bit of offense. And to me... It, it just seems like a minor thing. Like well, I don't I even mean, know. I, mean, I don't even part, know. The part about it going viral is what I'm not too happy with. But as far as the actual customer service, I mean, I I love that. Like if that had happened to me, mm-hmm. I would have been the first person to post about it on on my Facebook. You know about such an exemplary uh, service that was provided. I think if it was framed in a different way, yeah. Because I mean, the reason why some people are offended is because the idea that blind people are less that this couple was less than maybe um couldn't have done something on their own but all they had to do was reframe it as maybe saying you know this is how good customer service is take the blindness out of the equation Uh um i may have mentioned this before but again i think back to uh, a time when i was i was watching a video from canada and i have a friend up there she posted it and it was about weather conditions or mm-hmm. something and about 
she was on a night shift uh, at this at this center that was monitoring the snowfall sure. or whatever. And they just went to her, talked about how many calls she had received or what it was that people were calling about being trapped in the snow or whatever. Never mentioning that she was blind or anything like that. She was just one of the people. And that's what I really admired about that piece. I think if they had done something like that with this one, it could have gone a lot further. Uh And and then they would have appreciated it going viral like Mm -hmm. that. And nobody would have cared that, hey, you know, you didn't get our permission because we're being viewed in a positive light. Everybody is. So, yeah, I think that's... Now, another thing, too, that I... um, I have heard a lot of um, complaints about places in the UK like the RNIB, Royal National Institute for the Blind. I believe that's what it stands for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like some of the videos that they post talking about what blind people are capable of or some of the things they they may need may be a bit condescending themselves. Like that's what I have heard from friends over there who are blind. And also I've seen some of the videos too. Can you give an example? Um, like off the top of your head, just at least one video that you saw that kind of made you feel like it gave you some type of frustration? Me personally, it gave me frustration. I think it made me laugh more than gave me any frustration because <laughs> okay. I'm not from there. Right. Sure. So it's like, okay, I'm more worried about what, what people think over here. It was more like I saw the, the complaints and heard the complaints from people who live over there. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot remember exactly how it went i'm sure somebody can dig up the psa or the commercial or whatever they had over there um it was something about why it is that blind people do what they do or some of the habits that blind people have that may be different from a sighted person's sure. habits or some of the things that we do to make up for a lack of sight or something, something like that and the way it was said it was that they, they took they took offense to it because it sounded a little bit condescending just to say that, you know, blind people were incapable of this or that. Again, I know this is very vague, but honestly, it just came to mind. Uh, if anybody is actually interested, I could try and find that PSA and uh, maybe provide a link to it. It's on YouTube. Okay. And it's just under probably like R-N-I-B, is that Yeah. One? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's it's one of their their EPKs or, you know, one of their demo videos. Kind of like the, the what do you do for, uh, with a when you're confronted by a blind person video that we see around here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of like one of those. Sure. So. I, I have to say, though, that with campaigns like that, um, I, I actually find them, I, I think they're a good move. For the most part, I mean, like, you know, there are certain campaigns. I know that, for example, uh, Perkins School, they have the Blind New World campaign. And this campaign, it, you know, showcases people who are blind, quote unquote. Well, people who are blind, you know, living everyday lives, you know, just as a sighted person, you know, going to work, going to school. Mm-hmm. And I, honestly, I think that. Those types of campaigns are are important, you know, because unfortunately there are still a lot of uh, misconceptions among sighted people. Um, so I think that campaigns like these can help, hopefully will help break down some of those uh, misconceptions. I think what I'm there. kind of gathering from both of you is it seems like a lot of the times it's the presentation that's lacking of the way that's that people present these types of Mm -hmm. either stories in the case of the social media aspect of things or in the video from 
uh, you said Royal National. What is what? Royal National Institute for the uh-huh. Blind? Okay, yeah. um, for them and the and maybe a couple other organizations, maybe even ours, like with the Chicago Lighthouse and what we show for the employment side of things. I think it is it's hard when you're trying to do a serious topic and being able to kind of like explain and educate advocate all of those things it really is a difficult task to try and not come off like rehearsed that these are like natural situations that people are actually running into because even like sexual harassment videos and those Mm -hmm. type of things like you can't help but chuckle because it's like you know it's a serious offense especially within the last year of all of the you know the sexual misconduct that's out and about in businesses around the country in just working life in general, I just think that the there has to be a better way of doing it. And I'm I'm just wondering like better way of doing what? Like to do these advocacy type type videos where it doesn't come off cheesy, overly uh acted like they're just trying way too hard. I, I wonder if there's a way to produce these videos where it is more of like natural situations where someone comes up to you at your workplace and you're kind of lost and they, Hey, what, what exactly are you looking for? Can I help you? Like, um, I think those type of situations you can maybe like clean up a little bit, figure out, and even just asking like the blind community, if that's what it's supposed to be for. I think sometimes they make these videos without any type of reference Mm -hmm. uh, from that specific demographic demographic of people. Is that, you know, how you guys feel? Or do you believe that in most cases they are like talking to people with disabilities when they're making these type of PSAs? I think it depends on who's doing it, who's making the PSAs or whatever it is that they are making for the benefit of blind people. I read something a couple of days ago that was talking about how society and people who are doing things with the, you know, the right intentions or who mean well, are using the quote unquote hypothetical blind man as their uh as their role model mm-hmm. I guess mm. yeah, like yeah. maybe somebody who was born totally blind, never mm. saw a thing in the world, and that's not the case for many people, yeah. lots of people just lost their sight later on, right, so they may view the world different, they may act differently, they may um choose to embrace their blindness or not, and you know depending on how they do that then they will act accordingly. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, I'm in a building that actually is full of blind people, and just being able to see, you know, blind and visually impaired people, there's 83 of us in one building, and the variety of them, there's different, some of them have a little bit of sight, some of them don't, but as of, like, trying to use a cane while they're in the building, that's not something that that a lot of them feel comfortable doing. So they'll just walk like trailing a wall or they'll just walk in the center of the hallway with their hands out and hope that they don't run into something or trip over something. And so it's interesting because what you said there, Jose, there is a lot of variety of like people, even if they are blind, admitting that they're blind and using the tools to keep them safe and to help them uh, maybe even like do life easier. Like the, I know a lot of the older crowd, they sometimes are a little bit skeptical of using anything uh, like technology that that all of a sudden using technology to help them do something is like 
blasphemy or something. And so I've been in situations where I've been trying to help somebody like get to know voiceover uh, on my phone so they can maybe use a cell phone because they're just really frustrated. I was actually in a doctor's office and the daughter was trying to show like her father how to use this specific feature on the iPhone. And I myself just learned how to use it like a year prior. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know, this is going to take some time for you to get used to. It's not going to be something that you just, oh, I'm going to do it within an hour and know how everything works. I say I sometimes still learn new gestures on how to be able to navigate a little bit faster. Um, It's just something you grow into because Mm -hmm. moving from like magnification to using a touch screen and being able to navigate with voiceover is two totally different things. And so that took me probably, I'd say it was at least a month or two for me to start feeling comfortable with just using voiceover. And like when I lost my sight, it was something like even text messaging that even took me even longer because I started using the voice to text and you know how voice to text has evolved. (laughs) It was pretty bad just even four years ago. So it's just something where, you know, the wide variety of where people are at, I think maybe that's why for me, the videos themselves, like when I did the orientation video here or some of the other PSAs I've seen, I feel like they're not that realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when you think about it, though, mm-hmm. is that there are so few of us, especially people who are totally blind. Mm-hmm. There are so few of us around there are so few people with disabilities when compared to everybody else in the world. Let's put it that way. Yeah. That the chances of somebody spending time and being confronted with one of us is much lower than maybe we would like. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that, you know, I know that some of us get upset because people uh, want to turn us into heroes when to us we're just normal. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I would argue and say, though, that if you give people a chance... I don't say I don't I don't mean condone them for what they say. I don't mean let them be condescending to you. What I mean is is that the more time that you spend with them and they spend with you, the more human you will become to them and them to you. Right. I you think know? that's the key. You know, for them to get to know you, you to get to know them. I know that in college I certainly had a few couple friends who, you know, at first like really didn't know how to, I guess, act or interact with a blind person. They, um, you know, were in my same dorm. They were very nice girls. But, like, I could tell that at first they um, were very hesitant about really even talking to me. I mean, and then I totally get, like you said, Jose, there's so few of us that a lot of people might not even encounter uh, uh, someone who is blind. In their lifetime, you know, they might see or hear about, you know, hear about a blind person, read news stories, see in videos, but they might not actually meet someone who is blind. But going back to my point is that once I got to know these girls better, you know, we do activities in my dorm together and they got to know me. I got to know them. And by like the middle of my first semester, you know, we were. Becoming very good friends, you know, hung okay. out, went to lunch. So I I, I think I, I, I agree with your point, Jose. I, I think that's really uh, something that people have to realize is that when, especially if you go through the transition, like what I went mm-hmm. through of being able to be sighted mm-hmm. and then going blind, 
it's a learning curve for not just me as going through that situation, but my family, my friends, Mm -hmm. all the people I came in contact with. I had to like re kind of educate myself on how to do interactions all over again. It's very, very hard, not just on yourself, but everybody else around you. And so like for me, I had to learn to be really, really patient because I was already going through a frustrating time Mm -hmm. of like, I'm going, I'm blind now. Like, why aren't you helping me? Like, or maybe Mm. it was them helping me too much. And I was like, you need to step back. I need to figure out how to do this. Yeah. And so that's the main reason why I actually moved out of my family's house was because I felt like I needed to get some space and figure out some things on my own, go and be able to be in a place where at least there was help if I wanted it. Right. That it was always there giving it without me even asking for help. And so I think that's that's kind of a big thing that I had to realize. And I don't think maybe you guys maybe had so much of that transition, but I it sounds like you guys still had similar like relationship building where people still had to kind of like feel you out. Like, do they have a sense of humor? Can I, I say the same jokes and will they understand what I'm referencing? And so those are things that like my, my brother Ray and my brother Paul, they would still say the same jokes because they knew I had the same background of like TV shows they watched or radio shows that they listened to. Yeah. And so they realized that, okay, Brett's not any different. Mm-hmm. He just can't see, but his sense of humor is the same. Mm-hmm. We can still, you know, mess with him. We can give him a hard time and he's still going to give it back. He's not just a big ball of mush. You know, at, at one point I was, sure. you know, right after it happened, I was, I was a wreck, but oh, it is something yeah. that, you know, once people start realizing, oh, the same Brett is there or the same Jose is there, you know, well, you've always been, you know, you guys have been blind the majority of your life. So that, isn't something that really had to go through too many of the people's minds unless they first met you, I would assume, is maybe that mindset of they would come up and be like, what can I say that won't offend them? Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like people are like that to you? Like Jose yes. and Sandy, like they're afraid to say something because oh, they don't yes. want to yes. offend you? Yes, I feel like that sometimes. And okay. there's a difference between, you know, like stopping but not telling you why mm-hmm. and then others that just admit it. Or no, the the ones that I think make me feel the most awkward are the ones that are always apologizing for things. It's like, oh yeah, I can I say the word watch and see. I use the words that you use. Right. It's just you know I just don't do them literally, but I use them. Yep. As an example, I'll see you later. It's right. Just part of our language. Right. Yeah. And then some people just mean smart asses, and you know what? What was that one? Uh, somebody in high school, which you know I I had I was a good friend with. He's like, but how can you see me later if you can't see? <laughs> but I knew he was <laughs> joking. Right. Like, I didn't yep. take it seriously. Yeah. I knew that's just the person he was. He would have said that to anybody yeah. else. Sure, sure. He would have made that kind of corny joke with anybody else. So, you know, and it's really about being able to measure people and, yeah, knowing who you're dealing with. That just seems to be the way of life, though. In general, yeah, whether yeah. blind or sighted. Yeah, I think one of the things uh, to finish up, one of the last things we talked about is you said it last week on our show um, that if we come into situations with a sense of humor, I think it really does break the ice. And that's something that I kind of kept in my mind that I wanted to kind of reference if if it came back around. And it sort of did in this conversation of like us trying to make other people feel comfortable. Sometimes it is breaking the ice by saying just maybe it's a snarky comment or just, you know, oh, there I go. I 
I couldn't tell that I gave you the wrong bill mm-hmm. and I meant to give you a, a, this $5 instead of a $20 bill. And I didn't you know, see that. Mm-hmm. I had a Mr. Magoo moment, whatever it ends up being. Like being able to break the ice in one way or another always helps to make another person feel comfortable. And I, and I think that that's something that, Jose, I realize you do that a lot in interactions with people. You almost start off a lot of interactions. If it's not a serious situation, you start off with some type of joke or messing around with somebody. Yeah, I mean, I try, it's something, I probably a force of habit that I, I think I do. Um, for those of you who aren't used to it, it's going to take some time. You're going to encounter trial and error, plenty of it, and learn from it. Mm-hmm. Don't let it get you down so much because everybody makes mistakes, included the, including the sighted. Including the sighted. How many people have you run into who can see but who weren't paying attention? You can decide to take your senses and turn them off yeah. and just not pay attention and, and zone out. They do it too. Yeah. Well, this has been an awesome show. Thank you both for joining me. Uh, Mike, we hope you're having safe travels over in Italy, and uh, we'll hope you'll be back soon. I am Brett Shishkoff. I am Sandy Murillo. And I am Jose Martinez. And you've been listening to The On Scene Show, and we will be back with another episode uh, next week. And just have a good week, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.